What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at some more Zendikar spoilers, and today we are looking at a mono-red legend from Zendikar Rising named Morag Fury of Akum. I think I'm pronouncing that right? Side note, the names in Zendikar seem to be a little tougher to pronounce, even by magic name standards. And, I mean, fantasy names are always kind of out there. But is it just me, or is there something about the linguistics of Zendikar that makes it just tough to say? So, Maraug, Fury of Akum. And, I, again, I think I'm saying that right, but there are a lot of vowels in there, everybody. And I'm not sure, do I pronounce every single one of them? Um, do I just pronounce a handful? Do they make an amalgamation of sounds? I don't know. But that's how crazy this is. We are a minute in, and I haven't even gotten to talking about what the card itself does. So, Maureg, Fury of Akum, is a 6-6 six, six for 6. It's four generic red-red, legendary Minotaur warrior. So you better believe I want this in my party, and I want it in my party now. Each creature you control gets plus 1, plus 0 for each time it has attacked this turn. Now... If you're thinking what I'm thinking, when you hear that line of text, you think, oh, this thing is designed to go alongside of something that allows extra combat steps. Because why in the world would the number of times something attacked mattered if you didn't get additional combat steps? Just because that's, you know, generally in the normal cycle of a turn, you can only attack once. All right. So let's see what else is on this particular card. There's an ability, Landfall, which if you're not familiar, Landfall is an ability that whenever a land enters the battlefield, um, something happens. And in this particular case, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, if it's your main phase, there's an additional combat phase after this phase. At the beginning of that combat, untap all creatures you control. So what that means, that means in your post... so. You attack with everything, right? Everything gets plus one, plus zero, because they've attacked once this turn. You have declared them as an attacker once. So you get the plus one, plus zero. Cool. And then, in your post-combat main phase, you play your land for turn. And then, following your post-combat main phase, oh, wait, wait a minute, we're back in combat. You untap everything, you get to swing again, and each of your creatures gets plus one, Plus, so it, this then it gets an additional plus one plus zero. So because that's a static ability, um, you would be, get plus two plus zero on the second swing. That's insane. And so if you are able to combine Maurag, Fury of Akum with multiple land drop triggers, oh my goodness, then each land you play is an additional combat step. Now, I want to point out one really critical detail about Maurag. It does have to be your main phase when the land enters the battlefield, because otherwise it and Uro's trigger, um, whenever it attacks, you may put a land into play. Those two together could just ping pong off each other and give you infinite combat steps with two gigantic six sixes. Well, two gigantic seven sixes, then eight six, then nine six, all swinging at the same time. Now note, Mareg does not have trample. So fortunately... The landfall only works if it's during your main phase. So if you cheat lands into play during combat, it's not going to do anything. Um, which is very fortunate, because otherwise, oh my goodness, that would be so gross. That would get so gross so fast. And fortunately, fortunately, that's not the case here. So it is very, very strong. Um... Because, at the very least, you're getting an additional combat step just by holding your land until after combat. 
That's a really small price to pay for a really big payoff. And that, in a lot of situations, is going to turn a non-lethal board into a lethal board just be able by doubling up on the damage. And on top of that, not only do you get the additional combat step, which is enough by itself, but you also get the added benefit of... Um, the the additional benefit of a power boost on all your creatures as long as they are attacking in both both phases this is insane and on top of that i want to point out how this works with perforos and i'm mentioning that because i'm a huge fan of perforos the bronze blooded i absolutely adore that card because the perforos operates like sneak attack that you can play a creature or you can pay three, put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield, but you have to sacrifice it at the end of turn. But it has haste as long as Perforos is around. Now, the end of your turn does not happen until after the last combat step. So if you cheat something in with Perforos, if you cheat Maurag in with Perforos, and then you play a land in your second combat step, guess what? You're getting two swings with Maurag. Not to mention anything else that you've cheated in with Perforos. So I think that that sneak attack, deck, sneak attack deck that I've been running right now that I absolutely adore is going to continue being viable special thanks to this guy. Which is why when I had to pick what card from Zendikar Rising are we going to look at that shows off landfall, the moment I saw this guy, I just completely and totally fell in love. You better believe I'm saving... If this thing comes around in our draft, I could be drafting mono blue. It could be my third pack. I don't care. I'm taking it. <laughs> Period. This is going into my collection in Arena and immediately. If I have to spend four Mythic Wild cards on this, you better believe I am going to. I'm getting this card. I'm getting it now. And I'm putting it in that deck immediately. Um, I cannot wait. This, this is going to be fantastic. Because additional combat steps in that deck especially is going to be dangerous um and i thought the deck actually was going to stop being viable because ilharg the raise which is another sneak attack enabler um, was going to be rotating out and so i thought that that deck was going to be impossible to pull off and in fact not only is it going to continue being viable it might actually be stronger as a direct result and so we might actually be looking at a tier one deck here with perforos anyway, that's probably tier one is probably a bit uh that's probably a bit ambitious. So we're probably not going to see it get quite that far. But I think we're going to see a rock-solid Tier 2 chonky mono-red deck um, revolving all around big boys, hitting the field, and swinging a lot. And I think Marag is going to be that. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if we see a red deck wins, like, aggro version that runs one or two of these. Um, maybe out of the sideboard in case an opponent is running a lot of boards we excuse me, a lot of board sweepers, because one of the things about that really fast, that lightning fast red aggro strategy that we know is right now, the curve topper is Torbrand, which drops at four and doubles all the damage that you're, that you're dealing. Now, one of the, one of the really, uh, the strongest uh, defense against that deck is board sweepers. Being able to wipe your opponent's board, um, possibly multiple times is one of the surefire ways to win against a red deck win strategy if on turn four you can completely wipe the board clean um, especially if you're on the draw because if they drop torbrand on four and then you hit a shadow the sky on five or on your four um, to take care of all that you're gonna be in pretty good shape um, so that's one of the ways that you can really get around that now maurag is a potential sideboard option that could create a really dangerous situation where as far as the red deck is concerned, the attacking is really the only action on your turn you care about. 
So Marag gives you multiple turns in the late game effectively once you have a board established. So the only issue is he costs six. And so that's a lot to spend at that phase in the game. But I believe the benefit here is good enough to merit that because you're going to be able to double your damage output directly to your opponent with this. That is not to be taken lightly. Now, this does exist in a world alongside Fiery Emancipation, and Fiery Emancipation is another, it's a damage tripler for six, and that's not seeing any play right now. So maybe I'm hyping this guy up a little bit more than is reasonable, but at the same time, I think there's a place for him and I think that this card is going to be very very good um, and you better believe I'm going to be playing this card in that deck that I mentioned earlier with Perforos um, quite a bit on my stream which is twitch.tv slash hamhocks 42 I look forward to seeing you over there if you have any thoughts on this or landfall strategies in general please uh, don't hesitate to leave a comment and also if you're on YouTube press that like button and also subscribe while you're here it makes a world of difference and I would really appreciate it thank you so much I appreciate all of you. You are a good person, and you deserve to be happy. <laughs>